Welcome to the Merge Boot Podcast. It seems today that all you see is Survivor on Paramount Plus and podcasts on your phone. But you better be ready. I'm Joel Edmiston. I'm Cody Crane. We want to talk about Survivor. Yeah. All right. We're here. Um, it is uh, Survivor. The merge episode, Survivor Forty Four, uh, or I guess Mergatory, where they have that little all the tribes on the beach thing, but they're not te- technically merged. So, made it's the Merge Boot Podcast, but is this the Merge Boot Podcast? I don't know. But uh, before we get into all that, some uh, brief brief housekeeping at the top. You heard in the uh, theme song that the co-host of this show with me, Joel Edmiston is Cody Crane, but Cody is not going to be on today's pod. And I'll, before he got I medevaced, he got medevaced. He got Matt style medevaced. No, I will uh, describe why, because when I was away two weeks ago, they kept saying I was MIA and I was missing and I was getting very frustrated. <laughs> well, I was yeah. like, you guys know where I am. Just explain. And uh, that was, an admitted overreaction on my part, but I will, for the sake of uh, evenness, I'll, I'll I'll say why Cody's not here because it is my fault. Last night, still I'm still preparing for my album recording, so I'm doing lots of stand-up comedy. Last night I had a few shows, so I didn't wasn't able to go to Cody's. And we usually would record in the morning, but Cody had to work today, and that's totally fine. And uh, we briefly chatted about him having another guest on the pod like we did a couple weeks ago. But then we thought, you know, why not? I, I do a one right. with just a guest because we did that a couple weeks ago. Fair. And so we brought on returning Very guest fair. to the pod, Callum O'Neill. Hello. How are you, buddy? I'm good, man. I'm sad about Cody, but yeah, his presence yeah, no, is missed. We have a... We have a good rapport. I'm sure uh, avid listeners of the podcast do get a little um, the opposite of bricked up when um, when it's not me and Cody because they tune in for our dining. Oh, I thought you were going to say they get the opposite of bricked up when it's me and you. <laughs> when it's when you are in any sort of way in a presence in this podcast, they get the opposite of bricked up. Yeah, they get flaccid. They get like. <laughs> They go in all so the blood up, drains maybe. out of their their uh, sexual organs. Um, yep. No, but uh, we're really happy to have you on the podcast. Uh, the happy reason to be here. I wanted to get you is because we have a good rapport. We've been friends for a long time. Yeah, day ones. Yeah, we've been day ones, and uh, I thought, how do I how do I match the energy that Cody and I have? Bring on somebody. You have to bring on a day one. Yeah, I have to. Can't bring, bring on a new fake friend. I know exactly. Um. Uh, so yeah, that's that's all the housekeeping on the top. Cal- so it's Cody who's working. Cody's working right now. Yeah. He works P- hard potting. for the money. I thought it was a full time podcast host. <laughs> well, he does have a a a day job that he. Uh, yeah. Gets a little side cash for it. Nice. Yeah. Um, so, Cody. So, oh, what shit. the hell? Oh, my Dude. God. Both start with C. It's not a, like that. Um, oh uh, You're still so, in love with him. I know. I wish. Just, can you just pretend to be Cody for a <laughs> uh, Callum, 
Yeah. Tell me. Survivor 44. Do you like it so far? Yeah, I, th- I would say it's so far it's up there with me for uh, 42. Those are my two favorites of the 40s. Interesting. 42 and 44. See, I would say this has been a pretty straightforward pre-merge other than the medevacs. And a frustrating uh, boot list with all the girls. We got we had our first man actually voted out tonight. Oh, I didn't even realize that. Um, I mean, You're not, right. not, to, not to set you up. But how do you like it? I like it. Oh, really? I don't like it. I feel like I'm being a dick. But right, uh, and you don't like it for you know. I just I, I was thinking about it this week, and all these people like praising 42 and and praising 44, and now I'm like. Okay, yeah, they're not. This is forty-five now. This is forty-four. Oh, okay. They're just like, yeah, yeah, they're not bad, but forty-one had a fucking banger of a pre-merge. We're all forgetting. Is that the one with Sham? With Shan was we were all high on Shan. She had a good, yeah, but then it it fell off a cliff after that. She fizzled. Not even no, not her necessarily, but the season fell off a cliff. In a way, yes, it did. Yes, I mean, I, I I still do like that season, but um. I just, yeah, I feel like that that pre-merge was really fun, and she was she, say what you want about her, she was making cool moves, right? In that pre-merge, she was like, no, it was great, and her and uh, JD's, her, who was her, who was her, yeah, Ricard, that he was great too. They had a great dynamic. The yeah. thing is, it's hard to judge this one because it hasn't ended yet, so this one could also fall off a cliff. So I don't could, think the, in my opinion, the cliff isn't that high. Wow. So for you, it would just it would just fall off like a little like a ledge, yeah, fucking a, a boulevard, a cliff instead of a Montreal. Cliff. Well, have you seen the Scarborough Bluffs? Yeah, not much compared to fucking Mount Tremblant <laughs> or Whistler. Right, right, that's true. Have you seen Riverdale Park? <laughs> yes, I have. Imagine falling down that. I I probably have. It was drinking nice during the pandemic. Yeah. We were fucking hanging out. At the yeah. Bar. 2020. Cool hopping. Yeah. No, I like, uh, so is that, that's the general consensus is that 42 and 44. That makes me feel like a norm that I have this normy ass opinion. I don't know that it's the general consensus. I would say I agree with the general consensus that 42 is. 42 is the best of the forties. Marianne. So I would say, especially the end game is really interesting. Yeah. Mike. Uh, Mike. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Omer. Omer. I forgot about I, There's so many amazing uh, characters I forget Good. about. And this is another thing I've been thinking about this week. The casting is maybe too good lately. Yeah, I don't like that it's all Survivor fans. I would like someone who has no idea, what, who's never heard of what Survivor is. Well, think about Tony's first season, Fagayan. The reason that him, Cass, and... Uh, Spencer pop so hard is because they're surrounded by a, f- a few duds. Yeah, you need. That's Maybe, a good point. He kind of, but but the right. duds are also fun. Like you have like Morgan and. Uh, you can't have four Kramers. Exactly. You need a Jerry to balance out Kramer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's kind of a, a straight man. Or you can't have four Jerry's. Right. Right. Yeah, that you would know, be too I mean, snarky. Yeah. Or, you need a couple Gunthers, is what I'm. I think we're really talking <laughs> okay. about. Yeah, you need, you need a Gunther from Friends, right? Someone who just pops in. You can have the four huge you pop. Have, you can't have four Kramers. You need a George, a Jerry, and Elaine, uh, and a a Kramer. Yeah, and then you need a Newman. 
You need a Newman. Yeah. Yeah, you need you a need cast a that's really got because yeah. if you have all like eccentric, flamboyant, really loud personalities, it it you're right. It just it dulls it all down. I yeah, I think and it's not like, like that's, that's what this season is. I think there's a, like a lot of strategy going on and all these people that are actually playing and it's fun. Mm-hmm. But uh, hmm, I don't I don't I don't know what my complaint is, but maybe casting is too good. Maybe that's No, that's cuz that is what I this one does have amazing casting in it. Yeah, it's good. I think the casting all for all four of these past seasons has been good. Yeah, yeah. The only problem is, which I don't know how they could solve this. I don't love that it's all people who are such Survivor fans. Yeah, I would like if it was like fifty-fifty. That's what makes. But I don't know how that's possible anymore. Carolyn's so interesting because she seems to be playing a game that's not been. Is she? She's she's like the eccentric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's uh, true. She kind of reminds me of uh, like a Shane Powers kind of. Yeah, Gabler was. Kind of similar to that. He was maybe not as entertaining as, as Carolyn. But yeah. He did sort of seem like he was paving his own way. That's true. Um, Carolyn's a Kramer. Carolyn is certainly a Kramer, but she may emerge victorious as a Rachel or a Phoebe or a Monica. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even the same show. You're the metaphor. You're mixing metaphors. Well, they were right both must see TV. Yeah. Um, okay. So. Callum, we start with Jam Jam, Carolyn, and uh, Josh discussing bag or bag. Right. I forgot about that. Bag. I I, say bag. Okay. I need to close my eyes and get into the zone. And Okay. So um, I'm at the grocery store. You're my clerk. Okay. Um, you're, You're scanning in the items. Cash or card? Uh, hold on. Can I get a bag? You said it. Yeah. I say bag. I think I say it a little different than you. Can I get a bag? Yeah. I think I, I'm in the middle of you and Carolyn. Cause she was like big, big, big. What is her accent? Where's she bag. from? Uh, I don't know. I can look that up. Cause is that maybe like a New York? <sighs> is she from New York? Is Carolyn from bag. New York? Cause don't they say bagel? Bagel. Bagel. Well, I feel like that's the agreed upon. If she's from New York, she's really out of her element because this is the jungle. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Carolyn is from Hugo, Minnesota. Oh, she's from Minnesota. Oh, they have a, yeah, they have a quite an, they kind of have a Canadian accent. Yeah, but it's, um, do you say sorry or sorry? I say sorry. Canadian as hell. I say sorry. You say again or again? Okay, let me get into the zone here. Okay, I'm at the grocery store. <laughs> I'm the clerk. That you're, doing. you're coming in. Yeah. Oh, nice to see you again. Okay, you say again. You don't say again. No, yeah. So uh, you're, not, you're not a real Canadian. I guess not. I do say, okay, let me get into the zone. What are you talking about? About, yeah, that sounded a little Canadian. Okay. Um, all right. Yeah. So Carolyn's from Minnesota. Where's, where's Carson from? Carson who talks like this, like what is his accent? Jam Jam. Yeah. A lot of people are talking about Josh right now. Carson is from Holly. He, he does. He seems like he's from a big city. A 3D printed all the puzzles. Uh, he's from Roger Rabbit land. Yeah. He's from Toonville. <laughs> Toontown. He looks like a cartoon character. Yeah. 
Atlanta, Georgia is where he's, he's from. He's from Atlanta? Yeah. Damn, I can see him in, like, in an Atlanta strip club, throwing ones, making it rain. <laughs> what? <laughs> Listen to some Atlanta music, some Migos. Oh, wow. Yeah. Do you have like a, like a fantasy about moving to Atlanta? Oh, yeah. Who doesn't? Smoking weed with, with, with takeoff yeah. and offset. And you can maybe be an extra in one of the Marvel movies. Yeah. And maybe some surreal Atlanta, FX Atlanta type stuff would happen to me. Yeah. Um, so talk to me. Uh, why don't you pair it back to me before we get into the bag and the big bag stuff? Pair it back to me what you were saying about Carson. Oh yeah, my so Carson, he uh, he identifies heavily as a nerd, but he doesn't. Yeah, he's too hot. It kind of bugs me because he's not. He's so good looking. And he has like Hollywood. There, good there looks. is a dichotomy with him, which I find charming, is because I don't. I don't think that he grew up good looking. I think he yeah literally just got good looking before he came on the show. But I hate when people like I hate when people grew up not good looking and then they get good looking and they still carry around that baggage of like oh i'm so un- i'm so ugly but they're not okay. but maybe he just okay. maybe this so is that, the, maybe this is, is his butterfly something that pisses you off it's one of my peeves yeah because you grew up good looking and that's total ago yeah i did reverse i was breaking up people and now i'm not now i'm flat making them flaccid <laughs> <laughs> so i kind of resent that but no i i uh but maybe this is, you're right, maybe this is, he's just coming out of the cocoon now as a beautiful butterfly. See, I, something charming about him. We all we all were low about him. I also don't uh, like the whole, I don't like when nerds try to act like being a nerd is is not powerful anymore. Well, yeah, we were also discussing that because there's two nerd alliances now. And back in the day, that was kind of uncommon. But I feel like that twice happening in the same season is sort of an indication that the nerds have taken over. Yeah, which, yeah, it's kind of like a microcosm of real life. These nerds have taken everything. Mm-hmm. It's really sick. It's not, I mean, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't describe us as the typical nerds, but we get nerdy about stuff. Yeah, it's true. That's you true. See, you see, like... Uh, but I'm not a freaking nerd. Kane and Carson talking about the Jedi and Lord of the Rings last week. And uh, if I was on Survivor, I would be nerding out about... Uh, John Wick. Yeah. And Great Lakes Brewery. <laughs> <laughs> Good beer. Yeah. I would if be you, you'd out. be like Ozu. Yeah, yeah. Deep yeah, film. Yeah, Paul Kira, Schrader. Kiristami. I'd be reading a Paul Schrader book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd pack it with me. You read Making Movies by Sidney Lumet. <laughs> yeah, I would for sure be You're right. I guess I'm just Yeah, I don't know why I have so much resentment to the nerds, but I would nerd out about lots of stuff on Survivor. Um, yeah, and I mean, listen, it's okay. Podcasts. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I would be nerding out about Merge Boot. I would say that that like, you want to keep that shit to yourself. You don't want people to know that you're a super fan, even though everyone is a super fan nowadays. Yeah, because it's inst- you're instantly a threat. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right. So, so after the bag, what happened after that? After the bag stuff. Uh, we get discussion. Josh knows he's on the bottom. There's still, I can't believe after he gets fully called out for having a fake idol last week, there's any doubt that it's fake and even care. Like it honestly seems like it's really funny that Carolyn is his wacky figure. And like, 
for example, last season, we we as an audience, I think, underestimated Gabler. But this season, we're really seeing Carolyn being like, yeah, coming forward and being like, Josh's idol is fake, all this stuff, and then everyone like discrediting her, underestimating her, and it's just like we see in real time, right? Right. Her it's true. Second guessing her. Um, yeah, that's a good question. Like, I wonder if someone who was they weren't underestimating had said that if they would have believed it more. Yeah. Um, and also, but exactly, I was surprised. Yeah. I don't know if it was maybe taken out of an edit. Like maybe there was more of them saying that, but if I was either jam jam or Carolyn, I would have really been pushing that narrative. That, like, yeah. I'd be like, it's fake. I saw it. It yeah. looks at, or I'd be like, ask him, ask him to show it to you. I think in the end, they probably, especially jam jam. Cause he was on the, uh, yeah. the chopping block. Um, the, yeah, the, but I, th- I think if, if, because we saw however many votes for Josh Knight, eight or so, I think. Well, there was, there was three votes for Yam Yam, one Jam Jam, one vote for J- Kane. So, oh, and then one no vote. So there were seven votes for Josh. So I think if Carolyn and Jam Jam saying anything had to do with it, you know. Yeah. Fake, he has a fake idol. Obviously, Jam Jam... It, n- Probably knew for sure it was a fake idol, but there's probably some nervousness because he maybe knew that the vote was splitting on it. Yeah. But, but yeah. And it's easy. I mean, I would have been, if I was one of the people who hadn't seen it, I would have been nervous that he had an idol as well, even if people told me it was fake. I'd be like, well, what if he does? Yeah. You have to plan for both. Yeah. There's, um, you know, there, there's a lot of people on the island right now, right? I mean, it's pretty easy to split a vote right now, especially if you're going for the three. There's only six options, and there's three people at the bottom. Mm-hmm. It's easy to yeah. Why not? Vote. Why not? You'd think it would be easy to figure out a split vote, but then Kane. I'm I'm interested in this Kane thing. He switched the 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 split vote being on him pretty quickly. It seemed. I I wonder if that's a, a testament to his ability as a player, or if it's just a testament to everybody else's paranoia that. You know, because they seem to be like, as soon as it didn't seem like it was his move, it seemed like everyone else was like, oh, Kane knows, let's just vote out Jam Jam or Josh, let's vote out Josh and use Jam Jam. It it just seemed easier. Yeah. Well, I think maybe um, Carson didn't let on at the feast that he was close with Kane when they were throwing out his name. But then, but if I was on that island, got back, he's like, hey, I'm a nerd. That's the thing. I would be like, these two nerds are for sure. Together, look at them. They're the big, two biggest nerds I've ever seen in my life. I, I'm, maybe it wasn't a great move on Carson's part. Yeah, I feel like Carson is—he's so well liked, though, that I think it would take—it would take a worse move to, for people to. Uh, and and maybe it is good for Brandon to be like, "Hey, Carson, that was a bad move." And, and Carson go, "Oh no, I exaggerated. <laughs> I'm so such a bad player. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just tell me what to do next time. Yeah. To Brandon thinks, so oh, I can manipulate this. True. You know. And I think it's good for that nerd Carson to uh, be humbled a little bit because he's been playing pretty good, so he could get too much of a big head and get mm-hmm. that's certain death in a game as unforgiving as Survivor. If I really think about it, why did Carson do it? So that Kane wouldn't go home. Like, because he wants to keep Kane as a number, and Kane only got the one vote and didn't go home. So yeah, no one, no want. one's mad at Carson for slipping, spilling the yeah, beans. Yeah, it didn't seem like Brandon was mad at him. No, 
Why do Why do you think Brandon wants Kane out so badly? I think it is they like you know you you. They only went to the one tribal council at the very beginning, which Kane voted for Brandon. True. Um, but you know you really you, you live with someone on the, uh in the pre merge for a while, and there's no tribal councilors. You're like, I really want to get this person out. Yeah, you think it's just personal and yeah, like they've been really waiting for. Yeah. That. Um, yeah. Which I honestly do think there's a little bit of that with Josh as well. Um, he was on the bottom at Soka and at uh, good point. Right, he's uh, one of those few people two. who's been in two. Yeah, two tribes Tika, actually. Yeah, he was at Soka and at Tika. So, um, yeah, he uh, and maybe there's some of that there too. Yeah, that could have been. They wanted him. It seemed like Carolyn and Jam Jam really wanted him out last year before Matt. I know. (laughs) Carolyn fully said it to his face. I loved that. That's so reckless. It was going to be you. (laughs) (laughs) Reckless. Yeah, it was extremely. I like how reckless she plays sometimes. Yeah, yeah. It's fun. It's it's. It works because she's not. She's how she's perceived by everyone else. It works. They're like, oh, she's just getting flying off the handle. Like. We're seeing this scene of everyone sort of telling stories around the campfire. Yeah. The perspective we're getting it is yeah. like it's it's just distant echoing to us because we're zeroed in on Carol, like not being able to contribute. No. And then <laughs> the only contribution she gets is, I like to sweat. Yeah, that was hilarious. And then she's like mad at them for being like, oh, she's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> And they didn't even seem like they were that. They were just like, oh, that's kind of... I've never heard anyone say that before in my life. I'm weirdly, like... Like, you know me. I get a little, like, uh, edgy in social situations sometimes. Uh, Right. So you relate to it. I weirdly relate. No, I can relate. I related to her saying that she hates the first impression. She hates meeting people that first moment. I relate to that. Yeah, think about it. Like, you're out of your element, you know? And you like to sweat? Kind of. I I remember those first days of high school being like, oh my god, especially if you were a nerd like yeah. Carson or me or you. Yeah, you just wanted to talk about Jedi's. <laughs> you just wanted to talk about Jedi's and the Force. And speaking of nerd, June, there was at the feast. There was a Lord of the Rings uh, homage. It seemed. Oh, the cherry tomato. Uh, that yeah, you don't know what I was talking about. Yeah, I'm not a nerd. But something from the Return of the King happened where so Denethor in Return of the King is having a Oh my feed, god. And he Denethor. He eats see that? Wow. He eats a cherry tomato and it echoes across the hall. <laughs> at the at the merge feast, um I think it was Brandon took a bite of a cherry tomato and it echoed. Right. And he did eat it with that confidence. Yeah. That Danathor confidence. I wonder if other people had that um, connection in their brain that I did. Well, considering how many nerds there are, probably. No, I mean the viewers at home. Oh. You think Carson was like, oh my God, brain didn't make (laughs) that like Danathor. Oh. Oh my Lord. The merge feast. These are the three things that I caught. (laughs) That cherry tomato. Jamie eating a cracker. And, I don't. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Matt eating a big piece. They of were bread. having really boring. Like, think about it. You've got a feast in front of you, like a king. He's eating like a a baguette. And it gives me so much 
it's frustrating because you know if you were there, you would pig out. Like, oh, I would have pigged would. out so much. We talk about it every week on this show how Cody would be careful at a at a reward like not eat cheese and not drink beer and all this stuff. I'm like, oh my god, without cheese and beer for fucking, I would. I, it would be. Weeks, it would really off. be. I would. I would like be throwing up and drunk. I would ruin my game. <laughs> like West Nail. Is he a character? that every week. Is Remember he one of the... Sam Rondell, fr- Sarah Keith Nail's son. He ate all I don't the think I saw that beer. one. <laughs> That's what I would do. Yeah. I would be throwing up. I'd be drunk. I'd probably <laughs> tell someone that they're on the bottom because I'm drunk yeah. and I forget. Like, like yeah, Car- you're on the bottom, bro. Car- Carl and David versus Goliath. Yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I would be like Carl. And then I'd be like just passing. And I'd be like, just go away. <laughs> Quote me off. Oh, uh, yeah. So, yeah, I would not just be eating crackers and cherry tomatoes and a baguette. Yeah, I know. Maybe I wonder if they're just not hungry, but it's also you don't want anything with any flavor. Like just yeah. a piece of bread with nothing on it. Although I do do that occasionally at home. I'll eat just a slice of bread with nothing on it, not untoasted, just white, like a psychopath. Yeah, we don't keep a lot of bread here, but Mimi made a focaccia recently, and that's like a flavorful bread. Right. I liked It didn't look like it was flavorful, the one he was eating, though. No. It, it looked like, like just a, a white piece of Yeah. Baguette. Like very dense. Yeah. Not like a French baguette. And then the cracker, too. So what is the woman who ate the cracker and the man... Who? Jamie. And the man who ate the bread, were they the two that are kind of crushing on each other? No, that's Franny and Matt. We did get a little chunk on them. Yeah. They're like a rom-com. They are, but yeah, it's funny. They're chatting about how they need to keep their romance a secret and stuff. It's not even a romance. It's a full romance. Did I say bromance? <laughs> That's what I heard. Showmance. I thought you said bromance. Nerdmance. Yeah. She's a nerd, too. She is. But she seems a bit more strategic. He, we always, the, whenever we get like full, the fully romantic stuff, it's from his perspective. Yeah. Do you think she's kind of, she's anxious about it and she just doesn't want to, she doesn't want to hurt his feelings or do you think she's actually into him? Um, no, I think she's into him. But not as much is, as he but is. She's probably being more careful about it. Yeah, me. that would stress me out though. If if uh, if I was into someone and they were into me and they were being too, because you don't want to hurt their feelings. But uh, also, it's a cutthroat game, and you have to be cutthroat. Right. And so if you if someone you were crushing on someone, but they were crushing on you harder, it would be stressful, don't you think? But I guess I would just love shut off those feelings. Love is more, more than a million dollars every would, day of the week. Well, Boston Rob over here. I would, I, uh, I would shut it down. Probably, I would not shut it down. I would have a crush on every woman. Be getting drunk at the. I would really be a bad player. I'd be getting (laughs) drunk, eating, having a crush on everyone, asking them all out, giving in to all your. (laughs) Um, (laughs) the horniest drunk. I would be drunk, full, (laughs) full, and like crushing on people. Um. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's been a lot of repetition with them, I would say, in the pre-merge. It's been a lot of, like, I like her, but we got to keep it. Yeah, they got to just... I feel like they're kind of being... They're not really doing it, though, because you still see them laughing well, we did see and holding hands. hands. Saw them cuddling. And- they were holding hands and cuddling and laughing. So you got to cut that out. So this is this is the sweet nothing he was whispering to her. He's like, if, if I were... Right, and she was like, "Oh my god!" It's like so romantic, Matt. Good for you. That's like if I won tick. I was like to my girlfriend, 
if I won tickets to the Leafs game, I wouldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> and you're trying to be like, look, it's we got to keep our. It's like she's like, we're not in Survivor. You're like we just we can't let she's people like, on I don't to want us. Our, the, our neighbors to think we're too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna pause and go to the washroom. I drink right. a lot of liquids. Okay, we'll be right back and. Maybe you'll see here's some ads. Yeah. Yeah. For Northeastern College. Oh, yeah. Or you know what we've been getting ads for lately on the show? <laughs> the TV show Survivor. Really? That's meta. That's really meta. They're turning in to, to listen to a Survivor podcast. They just watched the episode. And then they hear Jeff <laughs> like, you should watch Survivor. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they still do that, but they did for our first that's couple great. episodes. That's super. Yeah, that's meta. I guess people who watch Survivor are the demographic for a Survivor commercial to remind them to keep watching. Right. I guess. Yeah, no, it makes sense. No. Sometimes you're listening to the podcast, but you're not watching the show that the podcast is about. I I admit that I've listened I was, to movie podcasts where I, about movies I haven't seen. That's less psychotic, though, I think. I think it's much more psychotic to listen to a... Survivor podcast if you're not watching the season because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. a movie you can you 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 have so much there's like if, context exactly like if someone's doing a podcast about the sp- Andrew Garfield Spider Man I kind of know what's you know what I mean you've never seen those never you were you were saying Carson and gives you Peter Parker vibes he does but Tom Holland Peter Parker I guess but definitely I would not say Toby. I but before you said that I said I think he's more a Clark Kent yeah he's a Clark Kent it works both ways Clark Kent I and think also, he's got, like he's short, like Parker, but I think he's got more of a uh, like of a like an everyman Clark Kent vibe. Right. He also reminds me of if when they make a John Green movie, if there's like a nerd who they would cast to yeah. be a nerd, like Ansel, a Hollywood Ansel version Elgort. of a nerd. Not even him. The other one, the Paper Towns one. Did you ever see that? Who's in Paper Towns? Cara Delevingne. No, Air. Yeah, but then also Airy Wolf or something like that. He was in Hereditary. Oh. Really? Yeah, but they nerd him up. Not Nat Wolf? Maybe Nat Wolf. Whichever one it is, they nerd him up. Paper though. Towns? Paper Towns, yeah. Oh, it's such a lovely movie. Are you being serious? <laughs> no. Uh, it's not. It's one of those classic ones where it's, you know, it's a nerd and he's like, this girl, she's so mysterious. <laughs> <laughs> she's and out of your league, bro. Yeah. And he starts like stalking her. He does? Yeah, kind of. Maybe. I, mean, I don't want to. I haven't seen the movie in long, but he's like, wow, she's so mysterious. You think people who haven't watched Paper Towns are turning out or fast forwarding the podcast? <laughs> I don't listen to movie podcasts. I haven't seen the movie. Yeah. I do listen to Survivor Paper Towns ad. I never listen to the- <laughs> Yeah, let's cut to a Paper Towns ad right now. 15 years after it came out. Damn near. 15 years. Damn near. <laughs> Damn near, though. Paper yeah, we were, Towns. We were in that Towns pandemic Towns. for a bit, bro. 2015. Oh, my God. I mean, it's closer to 10 years. Right. That was back when Cara Delevingne was a movie star. Yeah, now she's just a red carpet star. Yeah. Vogan. And she's on uh, Amazon Prime with uh, Orlando Bloom over there, Carnival Row. Oh. <laughs> Never seen it. Anyways. Um, I, I don't know that anyone has. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they, they got to get some ads. For that piece of shit. No, well, I I don't think there's any shortage on ads because I feel like it's been jammed down my throat, jam jammed down my throat. But uh, 
Um, I'm glad to see that to know that uh, Jam Jam's at least making the jury, so we're gonna keep seeing him. Yeah, he's really a good character. He's fun. He seems he's positive. He's happy. I would say that he's probably my favorite right now. Not to win. I don't think he's gonna win, but he's, but he's just your favorite to watch. He's really fun to watch. I really I loved him at Tribal Council tonight, being like, I know when I'm talking too far, talking too much, and then I can't stop. Right. Because I also identify with that a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know, you can see it, and I, you're trying to wrap it up, but you keep going and going. Right, right, right. And then he he's doing that at tribal council as he's as he's talking as about he's it, saying that. And I'm like thinking, like you know, even talking like this is not a great strategy <laughs> at tribal he can't council. Help Everyone's going like, okay, yeah, he's next one. <laughs> yeah, I would love to get a. I would love to go to his salon. You want to get a haircut? I would love to get a haircut by Jam Jam. Yeah, as he's talking my ear off. Yeah. Gabbing, gabbing about, yeah. He he is a fun character, and it's it it's funny. Like he and Josh, it was a fun rivalry for a couple episodes. It was, especially because I was really rooting for Jam Jam in that war. Yeah, because yeah, Josh is just you know he's not as. <laughs> so let's first talk, of all, let's Hi- about... who the hell is Heidi? By the way, I just remembered that Heidi. Yeah, Heidi. So I don't think I've ever seen someone go this deep into a season with so little screen time. I, I feel like Heidi has popped a little harder than Lauren, at least. Yeah, I guess. But I honestly didn't even know who Heidi was until I saw her today. I don't even remember. I couldn't even t- argue with that because I don't even remember. Heidi is the one that's like close to Danny. Right. Kind yeah. of. Yeah, right. I can't remember that now. Um. Uh, so... Yeah, so let's talk about how the way Josh hits the ground running when he gets to the merge. First thing he starts talking about is how to some people he's saying, I have a fake idol. Some people he's saying he has a real idol. Yeah, already a bad move. Yeah. You got to be consistent with the lie. Yeah. And then the, it, it instantly blows up in his face because she, in, but it still somehow was fine. People still thought he had an idol. But 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 I also think that like, it coming hitting the ground running, being like, I have an, I have an idol, I have a fake, uh, I have this, I have that, is like, puts the target on your back. It's, and I don't even understand his motivation. Why? Yeah, I think he's like, because then I build trust with it, but just lie to her. Yeah, because you could just say, or I had to do it. Truth. I was at the bottom. Of I three don't people. have an idol, or like, or just tell the truth to everybody. Yeah, don't, I don't have an, an idol. Yeah, exactly. Because also he knows, also he's he's already been. It's already been shown to him that if he shows anybody his idol, they instantly know it's fake. Yeah. So he should have learned from that. Because if anybody asks to see it, they'll be like, what is this crap? He got through. Looks like a first grader made it on Arts and Crafts Day. Jam Jam literally tore it apart. Yeah. By accident. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, Well, last week he gets by by the skin of his teeth. No help. No thanks to that fake guy. That was. If I was him, that would make me believe in God. Yeah, exactly. It was so lucky. So you think for sure it would have been him, eh? Last week? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think so, too. I think Caroline and Jam Jam both confirmed it multiple times. <laughs> but, yeah, they were a fun rivalry in a way, and it seemed like they were going to start to work together towards Kane. <laughs> they they, they both they split the apart real quickly. Um, well, Jam Jam seems to hate him. Jam Jam was so reluctant to... With Josh. Yeah, he was saying, I'll work with Kane if I have to, but it's my last resort. Yeah. So yeah, that's fun. I want, yeah. I don't even. I, is it just because of their their history? Because he kind of went for. Well, he I, voted off Jam Jams. I think that fake idol stuff last week, and just how reluctant they both have been. Oh, and we see him like 
in like a group of people telling the story of how Jam Jam betrayed him and voted for him at the <laughs> tribal council, even though he just met him. Yeah. Not like they were working together right. at all. Um, I just feel like there's like bad blood around that one tribal council yeah. where uh, Sarah went home. Yeah. Sarah went home. Um, yeah. Yeah. Did he do any other things right when he came into the merge? I'm trying to remember Josh. He, he just did lied that. about being a, a personal trainer. But he's yeah, he's, he's all over the place. <laughs> Just a lot of like weirdly shady things that like right. aren't like they're like weird half measures that he thinks. Yeah, are measures, you know. Yeah, exactly. He's yeah. not sticking to anything he does. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, he was fun. He was fun to be honest. I don't think he's like returning yeah, really player fun. Him. But yeah. he was kind of a fun little thorn in the side of everyone. Yeah, he was kind of good to what you were saying earlier about how if you have a great cast, you do need some duds. Yeah, exactly. He, he was, was a dud. <laughs> I, I was really high on him in the po- in the pre um, season because he had some interesting strategy wise way he talked about the strategy. Right. His backstory is actually pretty interesting, and he presents himself as strategic. Yeah. So if you just see him in a pre merge with very little other evidence of him you're like oh yeah he's strategic because he's presenting himself as i do this and then i do that and then yeah that's funny um okay so uh who else do we want to talk about um talks about kane and carson brandon seems to be maybe maybe we need to stick a pin in the brandon and kane situation maybe that's the next big rivalry yeah but i could see them it doesn't seem like a rivalry that wouldn't that couldn't be resolved easily. Yeah, well, yeah, they could be a work together. I um, could see it. I could the see devil it. You know exactly, exactly. Um. Oh, you know what I did want to talk about the boulder. Yeah, the I I was gonna bring it up. Oh, good. Because I knew your opinionated on it. So here's what I think. I think it is very compelling watching them dig up this boulder and push it across the course. Yeah, because it's so. We've seen it a few times. It's like a Herculean. Yeah, it seems really tough and all this stuff, but the the energy gets sucked out of the challenge where they when they plant that ball down and it's not going anywhere after that. Yeah, it's 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 kind of like season forty one where it has such an amazing start and then yeah. it just completely falls off a cliff. It's, it, yeah, in uh, in <laughs> the pre merge is great, and then as at yeah. the third when they press that <laughs> that boulder down, right? And then you're like, oh, and now it's just Erica. Yeah, even though Erica's great. Yeah, Erica's great. We love Erica. Um, but I'm, I see that's the thing. Erica's great, but then I don't even remember who else was. Yeah, I I have some affections towards Deshaun. Yeah. And uh Yeah, no, I actually did like Deshaun. And there's there's right, Xander in that mix. Yeah, Xander wasn't bad. Yeah. But yeah, you don't like the puzzle. You wish Okay, I'd, yeah. The get to this puzzle that we've seen a thousand times. Yeah. And it's like uh, and, and also they now that they know people have 3D printers, they should probably switch up the puzzle more often. I, I guess they like these TV moments yeah. where they show how basically Carson has a leg up in the game, like yeah, and it's not even. It's like yeah. Sorry, I don't have a three D printer. Yeah, yeah. It's all yeah. It's not fair. It's not really fair. Like, why does this guy? Yeah, that's not something that everyone has access to. Uh huh. Um, you think so Carolyn's yeah, so got a three D printer? It fully sucks the air out of it because, like, I don't know. Like, if you want to do a puzzle, have them do a puzzle on top of the ball. Whoa, whoa! That's a good idea. Yeah, or like someone has to go up on the ball and do it. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Because he had Franny like Damn. climbing the ball and yeah. climbing the knots, right? 
Right. Or that could be dangerous though. Yeah, it could be. Um, or new skirts so soft they would never do it. of the ball. There's a what? You 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 find a key to open up the ball. Oh, and you go inside the you ball. Go inside the ball. Whoa, that's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should you should make reality or, TV. Or it starts with the puzzle, and then you get these really heavy puzzle pieces, and you make a ball. Mm. And then you have to push it, and then, and then it ends it. with the ball. It ends with the ball. Have they ever done that? Have they ever started with a puzzle and ended with a physical? Um, they should try probably. that. Probably. I don't know. I feel like. I remember one from, like yeah, an individual one from, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You know what though? I've, I, the more I watch Survivor, I find that the challenges are my least favorite part of the episodes. I used to think that, but they are. I mean, they're kind of fun, especially when there's like, like, like looking back to twenty five to the Philippines, right? Where mm-hmm. it's like, oh, Penner, Penner is the one on the bottom. We 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 want Penner to go home, and then Penner's like, "Yeah, well, I'm gonna win immunity." So there you go. Yeah, they are. Yeah, and then it's like really thrilling. It is it's like him versus yeah, scooping. You know. Yeah, and even in even Tony and runners or winners at war, when it was just like, oh, if because there was a couple times there where you're like, he's gonna get voted out if he yeah. doesn't win this immunity. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that's that's true. I guess post merge, I do like them more. Yeah, when it's tribes, I don't love them as much. Especially when there's one tribe that loses all the time. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, I I I, I would I, I say feel this like one's... I feel I'm I'm thinking back to Philippines. Philippines is like my favorite challenge. Uh, like the ones the things that I remember from that season are the challenges a lot. Yeah, it's like a good good season. Right. For that. Do you think you'd be good at what? Is there a challenge you think you'd be good at? Hmm. I it wouldn't be my strong suit. I feel like maybe I could. I don't think I'm like terrible with balance. That's how I was going to, I think I would be amazing at balance. Yeah. I think I would be incredible. It'd take a lot of focus and I'd be really exhausted at the end of it, but I feel like I could, I could do some of them. I have really good balance. Yeah. Like really. You know what I think I'd be good at is, is the, the table maze things. Yeah. Yeah. You have a delicate touch. And I just I, got bricked up. <laughs> I'm good at like I'm good at like table games, you know. Yeah. So. No, I've seen I've seen you play like games like that before at bars and yeah. stuff. Um. Uh. Yeah. I don't. It's kind of like I. Fe- I don't feel like I. I. I like doing puzzles, but I don't like the time pressure. Yeah, that stress that would stress me out. Mm-hmm. That would stress me out. So I wouldn't volunteer for the. I would be. I'm bad at puzzles. I'm really bad. Yeah. It's honestly like. If you're on Survivor and you wear glasses, you have to be good at puzzles. Because they just like... They assume you're a nerd. Yeah. It's funny that that stereotype still exists. Yeah. But I don't... Even after all the dumbasses with glasses we've seen in this world. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, so... uh, So the the challenge happens. Basically... Carson's team was losing going into the puzzle, mm-hmm. and then he fucking... He has a 3D printer, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, it's... I think they do Honestly, like... Honestly, at this likes point, the... it kind of seems unfair. It is, because no one has... Who, who else has a... Th- I've never met anyone who has a 3D printer. I don't even know how he got... Maybe because he's a NASA... Yeah, he's a NASA guy, but also he probably, his parents are probably rich. Exactly. It's either that or maybe NASA, they give it... Maybe... He's like, hey, you want a 3D printer? Like, I don't know. We're, we're, we're about to fucking throw this shit out, so do you want it? Like, 
Yeah. yeah, okay, I'll take the yeah. old 3D printer. Sure. You can use it to practice for survival. They're like, Sh- we didn't ask. Yeah. <laughs> we don't. <laughs> I like to imagine they're jo- the yeah. nasty people are jocks who bully them. <laughs> yeah, whatever. You're a little show. Trash. <laughs> it's actually, you're you're a fucking trash. Man, so. <laughs> take it, nerd. Uh, Think okay. about this nerd wants to go to space. Mm-hmm. And then we talked about the feast. We talked about Josh at the merge, Franny, Matt. So, oh, here's a question for you. Do you think it's better if you're a survivor to go to the feast or to be at not at the feast and have, be able to talk with everyone and, and not? I think it's just super disheartening to like yeah. not a not get to eat, a b not be immune. Yeah, here's one thing I don't know if we saw it last season, but that the past couple. The the try the the team that didn't win the the merge challenge they got to compete for individual immunity. Oh really? I don't even remember oh, that. I don't remember if that happened in in that didn't happen this forty three right it didn't happen this time. No, they they hit the ground running. Mm-hmm. And Jam Jam uh, immediately goes to Danny and Kane, I believe, and is like, I want Josh. And then is like, and then Danny's like, well, you know, we'll see if, if the people get back, I'm just going to do what they say. If they want Josh, we get Josh. Yeah. It's clearly Danny being like, okay, jam, jam. We'll see. Right. You know, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not quite working with them yet. Who do you think of the, the post challenge chunk of the episode? Who do you think really popped the most and really kind of guided the vote? If anyone guiding the vote, it seemed like, I don't know. It seemed like a lot of the people at the feast were like they were the king. They were in control, yeah. Um, Matt and Fran, like Matt and Franny, did seem to be sort of like we kept cutting to them, yeah, kind of figuring it out. Yeah, Brandon also. Yeah, Brandon, I think did some. Yeah, and then I think I like Brandon Carson. Kind of took the L with with the telling Kane thing, yeah. but he also got his way. Him. You know, exactly. Yeah, there was no. Doesn't seem to be any consequences for that. Um. And who else was at that feast? Jamie. Jamie was more of a narrator this episode than I expected. She was Jamie. Jamie is the one that was eating the cracker. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She has the fake idol from Matt. Right. Yes, I remember. Yeah, Jamie did get a lot of... She got some She popped. Yeah, she She popped. popped hard. Like, she popped harder than a cherry tomato eaten by Garamoth. (laughs) (laughs) Garamoth. Garamoth. Hey, Brandon Moth. What's his real name? Daramoth. Darren. Come on, man. Oh, God. Denethor. Denethor. Look at that. Oh, that was how she popped. We just watched the video again. Yeah. She... <laughs> I I could watch this on loop. I know. It's kind of like ASMR. Just like Peter Jackson in the editing room and being like, well, they're in a hall. <laughs> The cherry tomato should yeah should echo. I wish he was eating like a bowl of cinnamon toast crunch or something <laughs> in that hallway, well, and it goes on for like three I minutes. Like the naked gun version of that, be like <laughs> yeah, you're pulls right. out like a cineplex. <laughs> it's like three minutes long. Yeah, um, or like pop rocks. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah, it's got all the <laughs> just movie stuff. <stacks>. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man. Um uh, <laughs> it's got like a lobster bib on. Yeah. And they're all just patiently waiting for it. It was like patiently waiting for him to finish eating his bowl of cinnamon toast crunch, slurping up the milk. Cotton candy. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, it's like a waiter coming and taking <laughs> the place. Um, yeah, okay, Denethor, Brandon. No, the woman who popped, Jamie. Jamie. Jamie did have a, yeah, she's kind of fun. She's got a good positive attitude. She doesn't seem to get too paranoid, which I like. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I'm hoping her fake idol comes. There's a big moment with that that's fun. She's probably so confident because she has the I know. idol that is fake. <laughs> the guy that gave it to her is just fucked up. Right, he's gone. Older. You're right. That's so funny. <laughs> and it's why it's so pointless. Like, it's true. But well, you know what? It kind of... It is kind of good because you made a good point. It gives her confidence. So it's almost worth it just for that. Yeah, yeah. You get this confidence that you might have not had. And if she makes it all the way to the end with this idol, no one's going to know it's fucking fake. Right, not even her. Yeah. Except for Matthew. He's, he's, he's on a hospital bed right now thinking about it. Yeah. I mean, it <laughs> might as well be real. Back in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Forgot that the guy who gave it to her is off. That's so funny. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> Oh, there was one thing from the. The other it, just, it does seem like it's it's moving very. It like the 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 merge episodes. The boat is very moves very quickly, but it's moving towards like the three people on the bottom. So it's almost like, yeah, they're just trying to. Oh, and I did want to talk about how Carolyn really felt confident with Jam. 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 Jam didn't feel too confident with Carolyn, but then uh, here comes Carson and brings them the three of them together. Yeah. The Three Stooges Alliance. (laughs) Right. I forgot that Carson and Carolyn had such a bond. Yeah. Because she was saying also that she was, you know, she she has 99% trust in Carson. Yeah. And only 96% in Jam Jam. Right. Which is is pretty high. Well, yeah. I think Jam Jam is a little, uh, uh, Carolyn maybe doesn't quite understand how her, Sour Grapes Jam Jam was about the Sarah vote. Yeah. And the fact that, like, Carolyn needs to realize that, like, doing shit like that is going to so trust in people. I know. But, she, but like, in her head, she's like, well, I'm still best friends with Jam Jam, even though that happened. Right. And even though it's, it, there's the distrust thing, it is kind of, it also works for her a little bit because it makes people be like, well, she's not, not a threat. She's nuts. Uh, we can just vote her off whenever. It's funny, Jam Jam being like, uh, can't remember who he was talking about, but he's like, this isn't the real Carolyn. <laughs> this is like first stage Carolyn. That's so she's funny. She's going to get up more and more. <laughs> right. It's like her translator. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think... Uh, I like her relationship. I like Jam Jam and Carolyn's oh, relationship. Oh, love it. Love it. Would love to to see more. Uh, yeah. Just, yeah. I, I'm, I'm really rooting for those two to... Have an alliance that goes deep. Make it through. Keep going. Yeah. I would rather I would like to see anyone else go home, you know. Yeah, they have a great dynamic. Yeah. Uh and and just like their dynamic with other people is fun. You know? Yeah. So I would yeah. like to see though I am worried about Jam Jam next week. I, yeah. I, I'm gonna yeah. go with a different prediction just for my own mental health, but uh, Yeah, I don't even manifest it on the pod like yeah, that. Yeah. But I mean I uh I think he's socially adapt enough that he can kind of maneuver his way back. Maybe not to the top, but to like a place where he's not at the bottom. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I don't, I don't know how like self-aware he is about like when he does that like kind of like talking too much thing. Yeah, if he knows that maybe him acknowledging it is the sort of the more I'm going to say this word again charming 
aspect of it, charismatic mm-hmm. aspect of it, like mm-hmm. endearing. Yeah. Brings people in. Um, I, but he probably is. That's probably why he does. He like calls attention to it. Yeah. Cause it kind of brings people in that way. For sure. Um, it is the more self-aware thing to do. True. Um, and he doesn't, he talks a lot, but it's never annoying. No, I don't think so. It's, I doubt it. He seems like a fun he guy. He seems like an entertaining, but there must be a reason he and he's put on a show. So like, yeah. Sorry. He and Josh were so at each other's throats. Yeah. I think, I think that's just cause they were both at the bottom and they were fighting similar to the crabs in a bucket theory. What's the crabs in a bucket theory? <laughs> you put crabs in a bucket, they'll uh, they'll fight. They won't work together. Oh, is that what that chaos? I think so. About? I think so. Interesting. Never knew. And that's kind of what's happening with Josh and uh, Jam Jam. Well, yeah, he Jam Jam crushed Josh like uh, <laughs> a cherry and cherry tomato. Darren Foss. Darren Foss mouth. I hope all the Lord of the. I bet Kane is listening to this, being like. Yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, nerds, unite. <laughs> no, we don't like nerds. It's funny that if Kane, like the, the one person I would have suspicion is a listener is like the Canadian person, right? And Kane, I just picture Kane tuning in and every week we're like, Kane is a fucking twerpy nerd. He's a like, nerd. What's going on? I want to bully, bully that nerd. <laughs> Want to steal his oh, lunch? God. <laughs> like taking off his headphones completely yeah. under Saskatoon. Oh. Transit. Oh. oh, great! He lives in Saskatoon too. Yeah. Well, they hate true. Toronto, so he were he probably already doesn't like us. Yeah, Jordan doesn't know him. Oh wow! Yeah, that'd be cool. Have you asked? You've asked people. Yeah, she didn't know him. I wonder if she has mutual friends with him on Facebook. How old is he? He's younger than even Jordan is. Oh, okay. And really? He looks. He's twenty-five. Oh, okay. And you're 27. I'm 26. 25. I'm 25. I don't know why I'm 26. I'm 25. I'm turning 26 this year. Oh, then Kane is older than you. Because he was 25 last Last year. year. Yeah. Yeah. So he's Jordan's. I think Jordan's just a year older than me. Yeah. Well, okay. So why didn't Jordan know him? I don't know. Okay. So let's get to pop of the episode. Shout out Darathoth. Yeah, I think Denethor is the the <laughs> pop of the episode. I would the love if he was on the is island. That cherry tomato that was in the branch <laughs> now. Uh, no, you go. Who's yours? I feel like I've just been going back back and forth between Jam Jam and Carolyn lately. Um, and Josh, I guess. Uh, but I would go with Jam Jam this episode. I feel like he he got a lot of content. Yeah, I think you're right. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think if there's someone maybe I'm forgetting. I, I I do also want to just put a pin in Matt Blankenship and Jamie also seeming to have a lot of strategic Jamie had uh, some professionals. Jamie was popping a little bit. Yeah, I don't think she's popping the episode. But she was popping she, and locking a little bit. We're seeing a lot of her lately. Yeah, Carolyn too. Mm-hmm. Carolyn, the thing with her though is it takes she's like a she's like a bench player who just comes on for she's for two a, minutes and scores like because it doesn't yeah. take much for her to have huge pop memorable moments. Yeah. She can only have like five minutes. I'm going to remember it all because she's was so entertaining. I saying to you, she has these like kind of like very big quotes. She talks bigly, you know? Yeah. And like like last week she had this quote that it was like, they're underestimating me, but I'm going to win, you know, that kind of shit. Yeah. And I was like, That's this, very... is, this is one of the more obvious in-your-face winner quotes. Yeah. Coming from Carolyn, so. And they love the underdog underestimated. Yeah. So like, no, I mean, uh, I would love to see Carolyn win at this point. It'd be a very entertaining winner. Oh yeah. 
she's got a Hercule. She's she's got to push that boulder up the hill. She's got to. Yeah, it would be tough. Yeah, but uh, I mean, obviously, people are underestimating her. But it's up to her to sort of like maneuver that correctly. Right. Um. So who's your pop? You got to say. My pop is gonna be. Yeah, I'm gonna say Carolyn because Carolyn is the one that I remember the most. All everything when I think of the episode, that's what I think about. The sweat comment, the bag comment. I like her rants. I like that she gets annoyed and she it's rants. Great. It's it's very great. Yeah. She's like Rick Mercer. I mean, she, the fact that uh, you want me to she's play? like Rick Mercer and Kane. No, I'm just saying Kane as a Canadian. We'll get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kane, if you're listening, you know Rick Mercer. <laughs> <laughs> And you know Denethor, you're fucking <laughs> on I would nerd out about Rick Mercer on Survivor yeah. with Kane. Uh, <laughs> I would nerd out about Rick Mercer. You guys like are shaking hands. Yeah, Rick yeah. Mercer, Mark Critch. Nathan Fielder, but not on 22 Minutes, not on... Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Nathan on your side. Exactly. Not like, not that mainstream bullshit. Yeah. Um, okay, and who's your prediction to go home next week? Heidi. Okay. Ah, uh, I feel like Heidi's in a good spot. In like maybe maybe of, she's like the bottom. You know I should of the say majority a man, I should say a man too, because as you pointed out, it's a lot of women yeah. that have gone already. I could see. Yeah, I, I could see. Um, I don't think Jam Jam. I think he's gonna make it past. Okay, I don't think Jam Jam either. I'm gonna go. I'm going. You with know, Kane. I could see Kane. Yeah, I'm going with your your Rick Mercer Alliance brother. Yeah. Kane. <laughs> yeah. Rick Mercer Report Alliance. The Rick Mercer Alliance, yeah. <laughs> I can see him walking down like the the jungle with the ran- like the camera shifting angles as he reacts. <laughs> Palm tree alley. Yeah. yeah, Kane, I wouldn't mind if Kane even though I like Kane, but it's He's on the bottom, and he—I don't think he's—he's he's shown himself to be that great of a player. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think of the first person off after the mergatory. Like, so the first person of the merge last season was Janine, and then it was Tiffany in forty-one. Who was it in forty-two? Oh, it was Chanel. I could also so s- all three of those people are easy. Were the easy votes? Yeah. Yeah, he's an easy vote. Yeah, so if we're going... And Brandon 40s, doesn't like him. Yeah, if we're going with the 40s, it's the easy vote at, like, pre-merge... Post-mergatory, so first merge boot, yeah. technically. I also see Lauren going. To start. Lauren, yeah. Because... But also, maybe she could... I could see her being someone who they keep because they're like, she's not... She hasn't shown herself to be a threat yet. I mean, I would say that they're... There's nobody doing like crazy maneuvering right now on this season, which is they, nice. It's a nice change from yeah. Um, I would say the the wrench in the gears is Carolyn, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, oh, I hope she doesn't go home. She's in this like I don't think she will. A, she has an idol. But the other wrench in the she's gears. She's really good at not playing the idol too. Mm-hmm. There's been a couple times where if I with her was her, I would have buckled under the nerves and. And uh, there's there's the there's a couple fake idols in plays, which is a. There's just the one. No. Because the one woman Matt, went Matt home Matt with Blanchard it. Her pop- has a fake idol. Danny has the real. It's Matt. 
the one in the Franny Nerdman. Oh, I would love for him to go home. Yeah, I would like to. I've seen it. You know what? Nerdman's. I'm going to say, actually, I'm going to change my prediction to him. I forgot about him. I'm going to say him. Okay. Because I think as soon as. I buy I th- that. I buy that. I think as soon as he gets targeted. Yeah. It's, it's, he just hasn't gotten targeted. That's the only reason he yeah. hasn't. And he'll, he'll, he'll play fast and loose because of that fake idol. Right. I forgot he had a fake idol. Mm-hmm. Okie dokie, everyone. Thank you for listening. And Callum, thank you for coming on the fucking show. Thank you for having me. Yeah, man. And Cody, really we miss you. I can't wait to podcast with you next week, buddy. Um, and Callum, can't wait to listen. Callum, uh, we'll have to have you on again soon. Yeah, thank you. Do you have you. anything to plug? No. <laughs> I um, don't. For the people listening at home in Toronto, a few tickets left for my album recording at 10 p.m. Again, 8.30 is sold out. There literally is only a few tickets left for the 10 p.m. So if you are thinking about going, you should get tickets now. Um, if they're not sold out by the time this episode comes out. But if you miss that, I have a regular Monday show at Winona Lodge called Long Weekend Comedy. You can come to any time. And I will be doing long, longer sets there. Prepare for my album. I'm excited. I'm excited for the album recording. It's going to be amazing. Are you going to come? Yeah, I'm coming to the 8 o'clock. I already bought tickets. Oh, you're a fucking peach. I bought the 8 o'clock tickets. That'd be uh, cool if there was Merge Boot fans there. That'd be cool. Yeah, and say hello if you are a Merge, Merge Boot fan, for real. Okay. Uh, thank you, everyone, and talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. And remember to rate, review, subscribe, and you can find all our socials, medias, and stuff on the Sonar Network website. Thanks for everything, Sonar Network. Okay, goodbye. Bye. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. 